I came to talk today, Brian. What about you? You got to sit oh, down. To press play or record. Brian morning, was just Eve, giving yo. me a hard time about Giddy, uh, morning. It's taking the, we'll pictures it in the studio here. See where it goes. What do you mean? Talking about what? We see where it goes. Well, we're not just seeing where it goes. Bridget has some agenda today. Agenda? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can check in a little bit, but we'll little bit, I did... Yeah. I did think of I well I had something really big come up that I wanted to talk about or not really big but just something that was like on my mind. Where are you going? Just keep going. Don't, don't make it sound like I'm gone. So yeah. Um, well, do you just want to? Well, first let's just catch up. How was your, how, we, how okay, was your first week? let's tell everybody why we didn't podcast last week, and that's because we were really busy. Brian has been in a new job. He's been in this new job for two oh, months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he has been working really hard and it's been kind of a difficult project to get his teeth around. So, you know, during the, towards the end of last week, he kind of felt like he had a lot of momentum and then he worked all the way into Saturday. He worked all day Saturday. You worked some Sunday morning too, didn't you? Uh, <coughs> I don't think so. I don't like working Sundays. I had to take a day off to refresh. So oh, okay. I, I thought maybe you did something on Sunday morning. But anyway, that's why we didn't podcast because Brian was a little burnt out. I had plenty of time to do it, but he did not. Um, so, yeah. So, we apologize for that. Uh, it was a busy week. And uh, what are you doing, dude? I'm looking at the levels behind your head. He's like a squirrel. No, no. I'm, I that's, have the if you were an animal, you would be a squirrel. That's what you would be. Why? Because you're always running around doing stuff constantly. It's like you can't sit well, still for two seconds. Well, we don't have a producer, so seconds. I have to sit, I have to talk, and then I have to look at the uh, levels at the same time. Yeah. And, and it's you got a nicer mic, too, so you sound better. You're coming louder. Okay. Anyway. Well, anyway. So, anyway, welcome to the See Where It Goes podcast. We are Brian and Bridget Ralph. We live in San Antonio, Texas. If you've never tuned in before, we give you a very warm, warm welcome. Uh, we do tend to talk a lot about religion, religious trauma. We talk about marriage, conflict, communication. Um, yeah, we just kind of go all over the place and it's called see where it goes because we don't, you know, a lot of times we just turn on the mic and we start talking. And we have no idea what we're going to talk about, right. but I got my resume finished this week. Good for you. And it looks really cool. It looks very it professional, look nice. but it is bright yellow and bright red. Yeah. Which I don't know how that will go in the corporate world. I think it'll be fine. I just think, as I said yesterday, if, if people are going to print it, it'll be awkward. A lot of ink. But people probably aren't printing resumes now. I mean, I wouldn't print anything. They could just like open their iPad or right. their computer screen or whatever yeah. and look at it. No, I think it's very, very nice. It's, and then, uh, yeah, the corporate world needs a bit of uh, color. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm underqualified for every single listing that I see. I mean, I have the qualification of certified scrum master, but then they put in like other things in there. Um, a lot of them aren't just straightforward scrum master. There's a few like that, but even the ones that are straightforward scrum master, they're like, oh, we want two years experience. We want four years. We want eight years. So I've already applied for one job. Um, and I was woefully underqualified, but I just went for it. So anyway, so that's what I did this week. Just uh, working on the resume and that kind of stuff and doing lots of running around, taking the kids places and stuff and all that. Do you have anything you want to say about your week? On Wednesday night, I went, did my second visit to an open mic. Uh-huh. So he went to Francis Bogside last week. Yeah. And he played open mic, which is on a Wednesday evening. It starts at what, 9 p.m.? Yeah. And then he also went this week. I did not go either time, but okay, tell us about it. I was good. Uh, last week, uh, actually, I released a video. I did my, you know that pub coaching thing I've been doing? Uh huh. I um, released that video. It talk, and it talks about last week because I recorded that Sunday, but it talks about last Wednesday. Oh, okay. And that was interesting. But anyway, I, it was a shameless plug for that. Uh, for what? It's a shameless plug for what? Well, I do this. I'm trying to do this uh, pub coaching thing. Where okay. I, I Where is it? What platform is it on? LinkedIn mainly because it's kind of... Okay. About, so then, if you're going to plug something, we need all the information for well, when you plug it. Well, then maybe I'll put it on Facebook too. Facebook, it was, even though it's kind of... So it starts with a story, right? Yeah. 
And then um, the story shifts into some more serious thing, but the story connects. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to what I would have done when I was preaching, right? Yeah. You come up with a story and you connect it in with the, st- the main topic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So um, I always found out that my favorite part of the sermon was the story I'd tell up front. And then when I'd shift into the sermon and get to the text, I got I felt a lot of pressure. So I hope yeah. I screw this up. You know, I hope I don't mistranslate it or whatever. And it never felt as fun, you know? And I was like, well, maybe it's just... Uh, whatever so that pub coaching thing i enjoy because i feel like it reaches a broader audience and i think there's just some tidbits that are tidbits i'm sorry that are worth talking about so so last sunday i i I recorded two videos one more Mm -hmm. serious where i'm sitting with a coffee coffee cup and then the second one Mm -hmm. in, in the pub background the, the coffee cup thing didn't get much and i released it on a tuesday at the highest time of linkedin yeah and uh, first of all, I apologize this, if this isn't very interesting. I'm sorry, but I'm just going along with it. But not much response there. But the pub video seems to get a different response. Yeah. Which I, you know, because. Do I you actually, have a beer when you do the pub I one? I don't know. No. Because I was Sunday morning. I record. Maybe right. I, yeah. I might sometime. I probably will. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's a fake background. But it's um, it's as if I'm talking to a person in the bar. Right. I have more fun doing that. And it's more. It's just more fun. So I'm glad the more fun one the one I enjoy doing more is the one that actually people enjoy watching more. Right. From good, that one, good. From that one test. Well, so. it probably makes sense. You're probably more engaging in the one that you're actually yeah. enjoying. Well, and the, the main target is LinkedIn, but I said before, I think LinkedIn, you know, it's a business, prof- you know, the whole professional business thing can be feel very stiff and not fun. Yeah. I think professionalism needs, needs to get more fun. I agree. So uh, anyway, but Wednesday, how did I get from that to Wednesday? How did I? Well, you were talking there? about you went to the open mic night. You played. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and, and I was talking about that in the pub coach thing. Mm. Um. Beep, beep, beep. Do you didn't want to talk anymore I about do. playing you know, this past had, week? I only had one whiskey earlier on. I feel like it's messed my head up there. I do. Okay, back to the open mic. I texted some friends, and one friend near of down the street said he'd come. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played. He hadn't played. I think in, last time I saw him play was three years ago. Wow! At an open mic. And Is that la- because of COVID? Uh, mainly, yeah. Wow! And he sounded great, and people loved He's hearing the banjo. He's very cool to hear. He is. The banjo sounded great, and they mic'd it, and then, and then I played, and I played with. I opened with the Bowron, and um, I thought that went well. I couldn't tell, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, Nerev said it was just people were just fixated on it. You know, it's something yeah. different it has in it. And then the, the open mic guy If you guys said, don't know what that is, what he's talking about, it's an oh, yeah. Irish drum. Right. And it sounds great. And he does this song where he just plays that drum. And it yeah. sounds kind of like a call to action or call to yeah. war yeah. or something. And yeah. um, I got the idea. A guy in Chicago did that. I got it from him. It's gone to Murphy's years ago. He tried yeah. it and it sounded great. And that's a great song, Irish Ways and Irish, Irish Laws. Laws. It is a fun song. So that, and then I sang a Coldplay song, and that, I got some mm-hmm. good, nice crowd. But that was fun. That was yeah, late. well, we good. I'm glad late. you're doing that. We're both dads mm-hmm. trying to get to bed at a decent hour, but it was fun. That was it. That was fun. I'm glad I did that. Glad I yeah. invested in the um, artist because mm-hmm. it was a busy week. Yeah, good. I did some artsy things too last yeah. last Sunday. I did a new painting, and um, I was perusing this guy's artwork on Instagram. His name is Kim Dorland. And I was just loving his paintings of women and his paintings of trees. And he uses really, really, really thick paint. And um, anyway, I had been working on a canvas on Saturday. And I wasn't, you know, I was trying to do an abstract piece, but it wasn't really working out too well. I hadn't reached, I hadn't made my mark yet. And so anyway, that night when I went to bed, I was like, I really want to do a painting of a woman, you know? And it's very good. Yeah, I love it. When I went into the garage, I, I normally paint flat, but I decided to stand it up. So I stood it up as if it were on an easel. The background was already laid out, and then I just started painting her face, and she came together so quickly. It's like she was already, like she was waiting to come through the canvas. Yeah. And when I looked at the canvas, I could see, because like I just started doing her, the shape of her face and her hair. And then I went to do her eyes and I could see her right eyeball, the placing of it and the shape of it. And I just really like traced it. And then I added the other one. And then I did her nose and then I looked down 
and I saw her lips. It's like they were already there. And I just like traced over those. It's like whatever I had put on the canvas before had left these marks of this eye and this set of lips, um, which I thought was really cool. Kind of like, you know, she was coming through from the other side, even though I don't really believe in that stuff. But it was like, you know, she wanted to be there. Like if you've written a song, Finn, come here. I want to see that shirt. I love that. Finn just came in here in an 80s old lady shirt, which, God, Finn, can I wear that tonight? Are Wait, you going can I somewhere? See, can, I see that, Finny? can I wear it? That totally I works. love that. that really and it? I picked that Where, out. Where'd you get that? That Can I wear it to, on my date tonight, please? Or unless you're going somewhere right now? No, uh, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm going clubbing, Mom. Please. I was my girlfriend, but I don't have it. Oh, my God. I it's picked that out. Great, well, I good. have a good eye, don't I? Yeah, but you gave it to her, so. So, it's an 80s Actually, I found top. It. No, I found that. You were in the dressing room. We were at Goodwill, my oh, favorite yeah, store. Yeah, Should I take a picture, Finny? And I took a, an old lady shirt off the rack. And I was like, this is either really funny. ugly or really cool. And Finn just walked in the room, and it is really awesome. Um, it's a nice shirt, yeah. I know, very nice shirt. So I'm going to wear it tonight. We're going to switch. Actually, I never tried it on, so hopefully it fits me. Okay. So that was my art part. Sorry, I didn't ask. Um. So yeah, I did that. And then I've been working out a lot more re uh, regularly lately, getting back into that. Because I kind of like went into a slump for a while where I wasn't working out. Um, But now I'm back. I think it's been like two at least two weeks that I've been working out again. Um, that feel, feels really good going to the hot works where you have the infrared sauna. And doing that. Um, and then another thing that I'm obsessed with, which Tammy will find funny, is trying to find a name for, for Tammy and Greg's new baby. <laughs> so what are you, talking about? I, you don't know that Tammy's pregnant? No, I didn't know. I didn't tell you that. That's all right. Oh my gosh. That's great yeah. News. And it's a girl. Oh wow. Well done, Tammy. So they have two little girls already, and I'm not gonna say their names on air because that would not be right to share their privacy. But well, and I just said she was pregnant, that's bad. But Sheesh. anyway. Well they didn't give a last okay. name last name, you didn't give a last name. No, I didn't. Okay, so anyway, I've been obsessed. I send Tammy names all the time trying oh. to figure out, you know, just come up with cool names because I think it would that's be cool crazy. if I chose I found the name they ended up using, but they already have some really cool names. And actually one of the names they have, I'm a huge fan of. If they but you're not going to say it. But I'm not going to say checking, it because okay. I can't. Right. Yeah. Because I'm then not you're allowed to say. Because we may have, we may have some listeners in Wisconsin or is it Minnesota? It's Minnesota. Who are related to such, uh, you know, now I'm just giving more information away. Yeah. Okay. Take so two. Just Let's go. Be quiet, Brian. Okay. Now, okay, so we can either do some talk about some relationship stuff if you want. Yeah. And then at the kind of like the second half, I want to talk about, well, can we talk about the art thing? And then we'll switch into yes. the relationship stuff. Okay. Yes. So if you want to fast forward a little bit, because this is going to go into the religious realm again, into like religious trauma a little bit, but you know, not, a, not in like a, I'm not going to try and do it in like a negative way. Just kind of share with you guys some thoughts I had this past couple of weeks. So, and I've had these thoughts before, but I had like more of an epiphany this time about it. And, and I was triggered by a couple of things. One is that I was watching Bohemian Rhapsody, which I'd already seen a couple of times, but it had been a while. And there's a scene where Freddie Mercury with the band Queen, they are being interviewed by the press and these reporters are just asking him about his sexual orientation and they're asking him, is he afraid to contract something and something in like air quotes, meaning HIV AIDS. And I mean, they're just going after him and he, they had released a video of some song. I forget which one it was. And it was the band's idea. I want to break free. Oh, I want to break free. Yes. Um, from the works. Yes. I want to break free. And it was the band's idea to dress and drag for the video. And it wasn't even Freddie Mercury's idea. But the video was banned in the United States. And one of the lines in the movie, he said, oh, you know, 
the Americans, they're perverts in private and like they're Puritans in public and perverts in private. And that is so true. And not just Americans, but especially like American Christians. And some of the worst perversion in the world goes on in the Christian church. And um, anyway, that's not really was what it was about. What I'm getting at is it is true. The worst perversion happens in the church. You're saying, I mean, look at France right now. France just released all of their, their information about the the priest. And you know, there's Ireland and then there's the the Baptist church here. It's in the Jehovah witness church. It's in the church I grew up in. Um, I mean, oh my gosh, just rampant. Even just stories we know about people. It's crazy. But anyway, that's not really where I was going. Where I was going to go was. And the other artists. So like I was just thinking about Freddie Mercury so much and how much I love him. How much of a true artist, how talented he was, how brilliant he was, what a gift he was to the world and how it would just killed me that he had to carry this heavy burden of knowing that he was, you know, persecuted and hated by people for being gay, you know, and um, so that just really, you know, broke my heart. But then I thought, you know, he allowed himself to live freely, like it took him a while, but eventually he did. And then all of this art that he released into the world, you know, which like a very pious religious person would say that was trash and sinful and gross and whatever. But I think it's just beautiful. And I thought he was just such a beautiful person. And I'm so glad that he didn't allow religious dogma and teaching to steal part of his soul Hmm. and remove his artistry from him. Because if you had removed, put him in a box and made him pretend like he's not gay or or he has to deny these parts of himself, baby, stop it. Um, deny these parts of himself, we wouldn't have had Queen. We wouldn't have Freddie Mercury. Like, it yeah. would not have been the same. And then the other artist that I am obsessed with is Montero, which is Little Nas, which... You know, is Montero his real name. Montero is his real name, but he he goes by Little Nas now. It's not little, it's Lil. Little Nas, yeah, L I L. Little Nas. And again, this brilliant artist. He can sing. He can rap. He can dance. He can write. He can produce. Yeah. He has incredible fashion, like, and he's like flaming homosexual, and he's putting it out there in a much bigger way than Freddie Mercury ever did or any gay artists that exist today. And, you know, people are just hating on him so much, you know, and I'm sure he gets talked about. Who's hating on him? Are you looking for people hating on him? All kinds. Oh no, it's true. Like if you look at his lyrics, if you get it, if you look at his lyrics, I mean, he's even getting hate from the industry too. Why? Well, because like, you know, well, a lot of, you know, black people or black men, they don't want, they don't want him to show videos of him kissing a black, another black man because they say he's like, he's denigrating the black man. He's emasculating the black male, um, and all this stuff. But here again, you have this amazing, brilliant artist. Yeah. And. If you were to tell him, no, little Nas, you can't be gay, you can't say bad words, you can't dance that way, you can't do this, you can't do that, that's not appropriate, this is not appropriate, you begin to strip all of the artistry away from him. And then what are you left with? Nothing. And you and I were talking, I, I think about myself and what was stripped from me from becoming a Christian? Like, what did I lose by suppressing 
having to daily suppress, like you have to suppress your thoughts, you have to suppress your actions, you have to suppress in the things that you wear, in the actions that you take, and the music you listen to, and the books that you read. And I'm not saying I want to go out and consume large quantities of pornography. You know, I'm not a fan of porn or whatever. I think it's destructive. But it's just little by little you get chipped away at. You know, and, the, and they say, oh, you're supposed to be turning into this great person. But I actually think you're turning into a shell mm. of something else. And you're not actually a full, you can't be a full artist that way. I, where are you going? No, don't say that because then everyone knows I'm gone. Just keep talking. So anyway, I don't think you can be a full artist that way. And you asked me a question. You said, is that why Christian music sucks? Yeah. And Christian paintings suck. Modern ones do, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, modern ones. Like the lion and, you know, the trashy stuff that you see in the Christian bookstores and the Christian literature, the Christian novels. Like it's all like it's all just really horrible because they're they are like shells. They're things that they would have said, could have said would have expressed it. Now they can only express one thing. They can only express one message. When they're, yeah. You I know? I'm listening, by the way. I'm re- looking at a book here that's related to this. So anyway, I just feel like, and I feel like, I feel like I'm giving a sermon or something. Right, well, that's because I'm, I'm looking away. But I feel like it's like, you know, they've become, or I became, like a Christian, a slave of the church or an indentured servant and the church was my pimp and it's like the church you know takes its cues from the bible however they decide to interpret it and they tell you what to say how to say it when to say it what to do how to pray what to sing where to go where not to go what to wear where not to wear every fucking thing how can you be an artist how can you truly express anything if you're living in a cage? You can't. You're yeah. not a real human being. You were pretty artsy, though. Like when I met you at, at Park Church, right? You were singing. You were. You were. Yeah, but I'm only. I was in a box. I was in like the Christian box. Yeah. Well, how so? Like, like when you were on stage singing. Yeah, I'm in a Christian box. I'm singing a Christian song. Right. Oh, so speaking of I which, had stopped listening listen- to much of, I listened to some secular music, but not a lot. Right. Like I edited everything. Lauren, please stop biting your bite fingers. Finger. Sorry, I was just Can you a stop? Bad habit. It's distracting to me. Yes. Okay. I edited what I listened to. Yeah. I edited what I watched. I edited what I said. I edited where I went, what I wrote, what I wore, how I wore my hair. Oh, you wore your hair? Yeah. Okay. I mean, everything. It's like, and I'm still an artist, right? So some of that's still coming out. Yeah. But how can you be a real artist when you're living in a rule box? Yeah. So that's interesting. I wish I'd written down that list there. You edited what you watched. Yeah. You edited what you, do you remember how exactly you said it? Because I think each one of those would be interesting to listen to. Let's yeah, just edited talk about what I watched, what I wore, what I read, what I listened to, where I went, yeah, how I thought, yeah, what I wrote, how I prayed, like everything had a prescription. Yeah. So let's start. Take the first one. You edited. You edited what you watched. Is that your first yeah, one? Yeah, edited what I watched. So what? What? Tell me about that. Well, it couldn't be too violent. It couldn't be too sexual. There couldn't be any nudity at all. Yeah. Um, you know. Now, where were you hearing those messages? From church. Right, because the Bible wasn't saying don't be watching bad movies. Well, it says whatever you put in. Right. Or it yeah. talks about like what you put in comes out or no ungodly yeah, yeah. thing or no unholy thing. Right. So. Um, you know, and and I'm and I'm not saying like. There are things that I think aren't like the best to watch or to consume all the time on a daily basis. What would you have watched? Looking back, what would you have watched that you didn't watch? 
I don't even remember now. I remember that movie. Nicole Kidman was in some movie. Oh, yeah. Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut. And I've never seen that. Yeah. I never watched Game of Thrones until recently. I kind of watched, I watched the first episode. I'm not really into it, but right. uh, I'm not going to watch it. I just, it's not a genre that really appeals to me. But anyway, there's a lot of things that I never watched. Like I didn't even allow them into my. Yeah. Well, cause they would have been like idols, right? That that's how they would have been described. Or they would, I would be like turning into a carnal Carnal, you're a carnal, you're lusty, your flesh. fleshly person and who the flesh was would be means just that that fallen nature of yours that you know that uh, part of you that's drawn to sin and destruction. Yeah, if you would watch those things. Yeah, it's just like saying like if you watch two <sighs> people having sex on screen that that is somehow going to make you bad. I mean, some people that's very dangerous for some people because some people get fixated on that type of thing and they don't know when to stop. Yeah. I'm not that person. I probably could watch something, could watch that, and I, you know, I'd be fine. It kind of depend on, right? You know, I think it depends on the context. So, like, um, I watched. The, I was visiting friends years ago, and I just Game of Thrones was not a show I was going to watch because I saw a preview, and it's like, oh, it's just pornography, so I'm not going to watch it. And there's a scene where this woman's being shamed and made to walk down. It's kind of like a Via de la Rosa scene. Uh-huh. And she's walking down naked. And I was uncomfortable watching it, but I'm watching it realizing like it's not, the intent was not to get you all riled up or be yeah. lusting after women. It was it was a very uncomfortable scene for the yeah. actress too to even do it. And it wasn't, so it, you know, to have a hard and fast rule to say, okay, so you know, you can't be watching naked women on TV. Well, then you'd miss a whole point of what the author was trying to go after here. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, that was one movie I stayed, or show I stayed away from for a long time and then dabbled in it and, and really, really enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. The ending was weird, I guess. But, but anyway, I just, that so just So what you stuck. watched, so, so you didn't, that's, yeah. what else would you have watched that you didn't? Well, I don't want to talk about that anymore, okay. about the watching thing. How about where you went? I ignore Come that. In. Ignore that knock on the door. So... I just feel like that even though like being a Christian for the time that I was, I learned some good beneficial things, but I also feel like it stripped me of a lot of good things as well. Potentially I would be a better artist, but who knows? I'm never going to know because I can't go back in time and figure out if I would have done some things differently. Like I'll never know that it is what it is. But now I see people. Who's that out there? It's Callum. I see people on, that I know. Okay. I, I see people that I know that I have conversations with and I hear them and their whole life is about the church. Yeah. And it's like, don't you have any other life? Like, don't you have anything? Do you have a mind of your own? Like, is there any other thing that you do? Like, who are you? But that's how they've. But that's probably who they feel they are. Yeah, but they don't even know who they are because well, they've never they even do. had an opportunity to find out who they are because but their they've been life stuck. Life is found in Christ. That they would say. But that's not a real life. But if that gives them, if they to fi- them they it's a real it life. Is, yeah. I thought it was a real life. It's right. not a real life. But they, if they think it's a real life, then what's the problem? But it's sad. It's very sad because I think it's like a shadow life. I think it's like a shadow life. You yeah. don't even know there. You don't even have a full human experience because your because, whole yeah, human you're, experience you're is restricted. about not having a human experience. Right. Yeah. You want to kill your humanity. It's like a constant of killing of your humanity. Like I understand the love part. Love your neighbors yourself. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah. If that's the, all it was. But that's not. Yeah. It's not just about loving your neighbor and serving others. It turns into like, no, we got to, we got to like be missionaries to the world. I have to go to Bible college and I have to become a pastor and then I got to witness to my neighbors and it just turns into this whole thing. And I got to like, you know what I mean? It like takes over. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get everything. I had lunch with a friend of mine, got a new guy I met from, Uh from Ireland and it was just nice to sit and talk. Anyway, I've talked a ton, so I apologize, but that was, 
Well, like, can I finish my sentence? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, it was just nice to sit and chat with them. And then we talked about, well, what would it look like to um, get a group of guys from Ireland together? You know, because they're, mm-hmm. they're here and there in the city, but, you know, they're not. Oh, that would be fun. What did he say? No, he was going to look into it and see what it would look like. But um, I was thinking how, um, you know, because there's a different way if it's with someone from, from home. Sure, there's, yeah. there's certain understandings you mm-hmm. have about... Because, you know, the, the Heritage Center that we're part of is nice, but it's mm-hmm. it's not quite the same. Like, there's something about yeah. someone from home, and we speak the same language. It turns out this guy knows. He's from the west of Ireland, but he knows a bartender in my local pub in Dublin. Yeah. Because he worked there, so it was kind of fun. Um, so, but I realized, that, you know, oh, I'm sitting there thinking, had this been two years ago? No, if had this been two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. I would have been all for that idea. With the sole purpose of evangelizing all those Irish guys and trying right. to get them to come to my church. Exactly. You know, and, and and it's like, well... And don't you see how that has stolen... That would have stolen something oh, from yeah, you? Yeah, Because it steals your whole experience of just being with them right. and being their friend. Yeah. You're a pimp. You're a, you're a prostitute for Christ. You're a prostitute for the church, and your job is to go out and do these things that they want you to do to bring in people. Yeah. You know, and it's like you don't like well, a prostitute doesn't have but if her they think, own like, life. But if, if if you think that I'm going to hell, then it is loving thing. As Liam would say, if you think someone else is going to hell, it is the loving thing to, to tell them. Liam was dating an evangelical girl and he said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm bothered. She, she's not even brought up uh, Jesus to me because a she either doesn't believe I'm really going to hell or B. She knows I'm going to hell in her mind, but she's not doing anything about it. And that, why wouldn't she? So he was just, well, I think humans are so selfish that even people, I think, who truly believe people are going to hell, I still don't think that's enough for them to evangelize that much. I mean, some, some people do, like they're really into evangelizing, but I think most Christians, they just don't care they just well, no i don't think it's that i think they don't but they i think they're hoping that that i think there's two things they're hoping that god will be merciful to those who didn't hear the gospel but there's another part of them thinking that one day if they didn't bring the gospel to someone that they're going to stand before god who are going to say that person's in hell because and, why? And, and they had a chance to be won over by you but you were too chicken well now don't dry your eyes it'll be fine but that just so you know but why would you want it why would anyone want to go to heaven to be with a God who's going to destroy and torture people for t- people for trillions of years. Who would want to be with that God? Why would you? Why would anybody want to choose that side? Hey, I had a question for you. I thought you were um, on a different path because a few weeks ago you had that mid- near-death experience and then you're kind of... No, I said I wasn't going to do this in a negative way. Why do I sound negative? No, you just sound, you sound like we're going back over old territory. No, I... I didn't think this was old territory. Okay. I thought it was new because. No, it is. You're right. But the art thing. The I thought it was new because it was like, even though I had shared before about me losing part of myself. Yeah. I was thinking about it much more in the vein of being an artist. No, I get that. I think where we're going now about about the theological part just feels like it's old stuff we were, we're bringing up again. But the the beginning part of it about the artist thing and stealing stuff from you, that makes sense. That's new. Right. So did that make you, are you, are you uh, bothered that I talked about this? No, I was just feeling. Because I kind of felt like you would be bothered. No, I just felt redundant. Like we'd been down this road before. We were starting to go into a place of we've, we've already covered this. Okay. So now we're going to move on. I'm okay talking more about. But you realize though that this is still my human experience. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you're the only person I have that I can really talk to about this stuff. Yeah, I think if we didn't have the mics on, it'd be different. You know? So I'm not just thinking about you and I talking. I'm thinking about... Well, right. That's why I said at the beginning, people can fast forward oh, through okay. this. Yeah. If they don't want to hear me talk about this, they can just fast forward. Okay, so now we're going to move into relationship sure? stuff. Because I'm okay staying here about... Because we there was the what no, you don't listen to. No, that's fine because now I feel like I nah. am... Impo- Would you stop... I can't help it. I took Chewing that. your fingers. Yeah. Please stop it. Okay? Thank you so much. I feel like you're shifting because of um, 
I wanted to hear more about what you didn't want to, what you wouldn't watch. I know we took over that. Well, we what already you wouldn't went listen over that to, stuff. What you wouldn't wear and your hair. You mentioned something about your hair. I'm curious. Okay, about let's that. talk about some myths, um, marriage myths. Yeah. This is from Esther Perel. Yeah. She's always uh, she's a she's a couples counselor, marriage counselor. She counsels couples of all kinds of couples that are find themselves in all kinds of situations. And she just has a lot of really good wisdom. Cool. So here's one. Myth number one. She says, we should be able to tell our partners everything. And then she gives an explanation. But before I tell you the explanation, should I just go ahead and read the explanation? Then we can talk about it. What, how are we supposed to react to this? Well, what do you first? think? What do you think? We should be able to tell our partners everything. What do you think about that? No. No. Okay. I don't think we should. I think there's some things we shouldn't. Like, for example, what? Well, that means you have a secret. Or yeah, secrets. because I, yes, I just want, there was one thing I just decided not to share secret. with you. It's not, I didn't do anything wrong. It's just that it, if I tell you, you're just going to get all bent out of shape. How recent is this? This week. What? Yeah, because you just get all, you don't know the context. You're going to get confused. You're going to get, you're going to think you're going to go around this hill and I'm just going to, so I decided to just not bring it up. But it was a good thing. It ended, it ended up being really good. Was it work-related? I cannot confirm nor deny that. That means it was work-related? No, it doesn't. It means I can yeah, neither confirm it. If you ask me, was it... I don't know. That is the answer that you give when you can't say the yeah. actual answer. Yeah. You just say, I, I can neither Maybe confirm... Maybe it was work-related. Nor deny. Yeah. It, it all ended up really good. But... um. Was it really bad for a while? Uh, it was kind of no. It wasn't actually. It was good. It was good. The ego part, my ego was was impacted by it, but it was the right thing. It, the, the right thing happened. Yes, the right thing happened. Okay, I kind of know what happened. Do you know what happened? Kinda. Don't be, no, I don't want to talk about it right now on the air, but um, okay, on the air, the right thing happened. My ego was a little bruised, and I felt if I bring this to you, all you're gonna do is feed the ego, which doesn't need to be fed right now. Um, I think it all worked. I think it was too soon. To, I'll, I'll tell you eventually, but it was too soon. And don't be bugging me now tonight at dinner to tell you. I'll tell you when I'm ready. Well, this is the second time you haven't told me something. Because remember when we were in years. Georgia, you didn't tell me something and then it came out because you were hammered? Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, I didn't tell you that because I, I knew you were going to worry unnecessarily and it wasn't reason. And looking back, there was no reason to worry, right? Correct? I, I still think you should have told me. Yes. Okay. Maybe. No, because you're going to get worried. And there was no reason to worry. And I knew there wasn't a reason to worry because I knew something was going to change. And it yeah. did. And it was all over. Yeah. So. <sighs> okay. To answer well, your question, I do no, think... I don't think I would. Listen, it's different. I mean, if I did something wrong for example right. yes i would tell you but if it's something that's just uh, like if it's work related and bringing it to you will just cause you because you do overreact i'll tell you right now you overreact you always you have kidding and so what's the point of bringing you certain things oh, oh my gosh we're gonna be homeless we're gonna be on so the you street. almost got fired then this week no i'm talking about last time with the other one. Oh. with the other one that i didn't mention that i almost i almost get fired so now people, okay, there was just there was just an altercation with a some paperwork, and it could have meant that I that I couldn't renew my contract, and that's all I want to say. Oh yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, so I mean, and I kind of agree to with pass. that too. That you don't have to tell your spouse everything. Oh, you do agree. Oh, do you share everything with me? There, I have two secrets from you. Oh, see how it is. Why are you picking your head? Why do you have to say it out loud? Why do you have to say it out loud? Well, I'm like watching you and I had, everything. Because something in my head. Everything. Give my hat then, would you? I have to watch you. Yeah. All right, okay. Just sit. Put your hands in your lap. You Cross two, your fingers. There you go. Just you them two, just like that. You have two things you've kept secret from me? Yes, I have two secrets. For how long? One secret I've kept from you for eight years. You are such a hypocrite. And one is pretty new, just you're, like you're three months old. You are such a hypocrite. Old. How did you give me shit about my two secrets that are only in the last 
three months. Well, one's not totally a secret. It's like you kind of know most of everything. Yeah. There's just one detail. But that it's you enough to bother know. you that you don't that I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna continue yeah. on. You don't have to tell me now. I'll t- tell you. I can tell you later. Later tonight? I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell I you. may tell you. I'll tell you tonight. both later tonight. Yeah. Let me tell you the one thing I didn't tell you this week. I'm glad I yeah. didn't because uh, it was Monday and the week ended really well and it was a great yeah. turning point and everything and all the right things happened and I'm really excited and I learned the only victim of all of this was vanity and the ego. Yeah. And I knew that in the moment. And if I had brought it to you, I do think your reaction would have only fed that beast that needed to just shut up. Did it have anything to do with my ego too? No, it wouldn't be got to do with your, your ego. It would be got to do with your, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. All right. Okay. That's the first one. Second one, let me get back to my pictures, screenshots I have. Yeah, Maggie over there. Hey, Maggie. She's sitting over there on the bed. Okay, myth number two. Oh, let me read what she said. She said, some people believe that intimacy means knowing everything. Stop biting your fingers. Everything about each other. But one person can't be our confidant for all. Right. Certain things are better shared with friends, therapists, and siblings. Siblings, huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, especially therapists. I share I share most of everything with you. Yeah. I share the most of my life with you over anyone else in my life. The thing I on Monday I did share with someone else, but not you. Okay. So that makes it was a friend of mine. Okay. Who's way removed from everything. Okay. All right. Here's number myth number two. If you knew me, you would know. He said, there's a notion. Oh, if you knew me, you would know. Okay, I've said this to you, too. If you knew me, you would know. So, like, if you say something to me, and I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe he doesn't know that. If you knew me, you would know. In other words, you're supposed to be my, you're supposed to be the authority on me. I'm supposed to be the authority on you. Oh, I see, yeah. She said that's a myth. What do you think about that? That's true. So you don't think that you need to be the authority on me and that I need to be the authority on you? No, it sounds like a leading question when you okay, say Okay, this is way. what she says. She says, there's a notion that our partner should know us so well that we shouldn't have to say what we are needing or yeah, yeah, feeling. Yeah. Right. But we have to be able to speak to what we want. Our partners are not extensions of ourselves. That's good. Yeah, great point. I'm not biting your fingers right now, but I was biting mine. So yeah, why are you bothering? it's distracting. All right. When you do it. Believe me, if I start, if I picked up okay, a habit like that, you it yeah. would distract you too. Yes. Okay, myth number three. Our partners can be everything our parents were not. What do you think about that? Our partners can be everything our parents were not. I feel like there's a context behind that I need to know. She said our partners can give us a lot. They can fill us with the love we have been deprived of and offer us trust and safety like we've never known. But they don't owe us to make up for the deprivations of our childhood. It is their gift, not their responsibility. Now it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So, right. I'm not supposed to expect you to make everything right for me and vice versa. So that brings up a thing. There's times where I'll do yeah. things, uh-huh. like I'll say, "Who's moving my stuff?" And y'all say, "I hate what you're saying." My dad always said that, and, and it's like that bothers me a lot because I'm not your dad. I'm right. Just someone who, you know, who. In fairness, eighty percent of the time it was me that moved it, but I always think, "Who's moving my stuff?" You know. Right. Well, because that's a trigger thing for me because he would always say that my mom would hide things. Yeah. And she never hid things. She was just organizing or. Yeah cleaning and stuff like that so when you say that who took my stuff or who hid my stuff right number one that would be really weird like the, i think it's more no i don't say the language you hear me say hit myself i said no i think who you said out. who no, I'm like, who's, i know people are gonna hide my stuff okay but there's one person in this house though no used who to does move my they stuff. don't anymore they don't anymore they yeah. don't anymore you know tell brian me right. hands in the lap uh, yeah, yeah. thank you Okay. Okay, so do you Okay, I want to get back to that. I want to read it one more time. Dude, I should have screenshot this again. Hey, I took this supplement. 
Our parents can be everything our parents were not. Do you feel like I've expected you to be more to me or just the appropriate amount of what you are? Or like, I don't even know if that made sense. But like, do you, do I put pressure on you to like make up for my rotten childhood, do you think? Or no? No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I think it's more. uh... You don't do that to me either. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Myth number four. If they change, things will get better. That's a myth, yeah. Yeah. She says None of these are earth-shattering so far. Maybe the first one. Okay. Sorry I brought such boring yeah, be sorry, boring things to the, to the podcast, Brian. Sheesh. My apologies. The way you take them so personally, like you wrote if them. You're sh- acting like you wrote them. <laughs> Jeez. If they change, things will get better. Uh that thinking can keep us waiting for a long time. Yeah. And absolutes are sure to backfire, leaving us with defensiveness on both sides. Loosen the knot. Well, you know what? Okay. Hold on. Let me finish okay, the quote yeah. and then you can talk. Instead of attempting to change your partner, focus on changing your relationship. That takes both of you. I know why this I know why this, these aren't earth shattering because in the church world we've been in, there's a ton of teaching and sermons on marriage. Right. Which is a very good strength, I think, of the church that they do that. As now, they teach male supremacy yeah, over not the always, female. Though. I get it. I knew you jumped there, but not always. Um, although that's in a lot of places that comp- that complementarianism. Google that now, but um, no, but they do. Can we talk a lot about communication? I think a lot of the, what you're reading there stuff I've been hearing for years. Right, but you have to realize that not everyone may have a background like you and yeah. myself. Yeah, and that's true. No, no. Let's let's continue. About well, that was it. She just had the four myths. What's all What's all that over there? Uh, these are these are some really cool questions I found. Oh, where'd you find those? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? I'm Is this just your third you secret one. you've held from me? What do you take comfort in? Does pursuing comfort help or hinder you in the life you want to be living? Oh well. Do you like that question or not? Really, it's a bit it. tricky because if they want you to answer, what do I take comfort in? Uh, bourbon. Does that hold you back in life? Well, of course it does. Now that you've asked. Well, not it really. Way. It depends on how much you drink. Yeah. Okay. What's what else you got? Okay. What well, these are about? Why aren't you telling me? Why aren't you telling me where you got those cards? What's the big secret? It's not a big secret. Okay. I'm just looking for. These are from the Good Neighbor Project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there a reason you didn't want to tell me that the first time? Mm, well, I didn't know if I should be using them. Well, do you have any good questions to ask me? About marriage? So keeping. let's talk about keeping secrets. So do we yeah. keep secrets from our spouse because we're afraid of what they'll think of us, be ashamed of us? Or I mean, I think if you did something wrong. I mean, obviously, adultery, you should tell, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. My secrets is not adultery, by the way. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't think so. Or nor, I don't know, is, is having mine. a massive porn habit or any porn habit for that. Yeah, matter. I, mean, I think, I think mine's if, not that either. If, if I thought something was a, was a concern. Um. I would bring it up. Yeah. I think we've been pretty transparent in our marriage. Yeah. I think I've told you like, you know, like nearly everything about me. See, now there's something else. uh, Here's another secret that I've been thinking about telling you, but I haven't. Oh, okay. So you have. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. What? I took this lithium orotate, which is a, it's not like lithium. It's like, it's like a supplement, right? Right. Supposed to help your mood. Well, I feel kind of. A bit off, you know, and I don't know if it's that because I took that at noon or if it's the whiskey I had at four. You know, there haven't been a lot of studies done on lithium orotate. Right? I probably won't take any more then. The reason well, I'm I want just to saying you might want to look it up because gonna, I looked it up. I did look it up. Yeah, I looked it up and it looked okay. Um, but now I don't know if it's um, like I'm not quite myself. I've been feeling great the last week or so. And it, so reason, what is the li- what is the feeling that it's making you have? I don't, I'm a bit tired. My brain's a bit tired. Yeah. Can you guess what I'm going to tell you that? Because uh, we're going out? Yeah, because we're going to a, a restaurant. I've wanted to go there for a long time. 
and uh, I'm afraid you're no. Let's do if you don't feel well. Let's not. so we're gonna Uber, and I'm sure I'll be fine. Oh, okay, because of driving, probably yeah. shouldn't drive. Well, you oh, probably I think I'd be fine driving. Are you supposed to drink alcohol when you're taking that? I didn't look that up. Well, you should. I only took you one. should look How that bad up. Can it be? You should look it up. I'll look it up. God, you never want any more information. Yeah. Uh, what? Qu- what's the next? What's the question I was supposed to have for you? Well, no, I was wondering, did you have any questions for me? I do. What's your questions? You ready? Hey Siri, pick a random question to ask me. That usually doesn't work very well. Get to know Siri at Apple.com. What the hell? I'm talking to myself. My phone answered Brian's question. Hey Siri. His phone did not ask answer. Ask me a question. And she says on my phone, I'm not sure I understand. Why is my Siri? Hey Siri. Hey Siri, ask me a question. Maybe you should do the asking. What the hell is going on over there? My phone's right here. Yeah, your phone is. We, uh, we really treated ourselves mentally here. delayed. We both had iPhone sixes for since two thousand and whenever they came out. Yeah, we have new iPhones. Two thousand and fifteen, fifth. They're six years old, and we treated ourselves to the iPhone thirteen Pro, which is a very nice camera, but apparently is deaf and. Um, it likes me better. My my phone likes me better. No, can I show off my Siri? Can you shut your phone off so she stops responding to me? Just Ooh, would you mind? Are you mad at her? Well, I kind of am mad because I, he's right here. <laughs> and he's not responding. You're really mad? So Siri's a dude? I always thought Siri well, was he, a mine, girl. I know. Well, watch this. Hey, Siri, what's the weather in San Antonio? It's currently clear and 89 degrees. Temperatures oh, okay. will be fairly consistent, averaging about 76 degrees. He sound lovely. Well, that's he? very nice. He sounds like an RTE newsreader. Yeah. From Ireland. Yes, yeah. Okay, let me try again. Hey, Siri, ask me a question. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm more of the answering type. She says she's more of the answering type. I did. I'm trying to be clever, and that's never going to. Hey, Siri, ask me a question. I don't think she's programmed to do that. You can't come up Maybe with your you own question. I hate when they're all uh, smart alecky. I okay, let's asking. go. The question is, Bridget. The question the is, question? do you think that it's appropriate during a wedding ceremony for the preacher to talk about the importance of wives submitting to their husbands? No. <laughs> okay, here's here's a quote that's good. It says, "Listen." Yeah. Just listen. You didn't listen to what I just said there. No, I didn't. You didn't, did you? No. It was, okay. was a joke. It okay, wasn't okay, serious, was right? Yeah, it was wasn't joke, it a no, joke? It was a joke. Okay. It says, listen, just listen. You don't have to agree. Just see if you can understand that there's another person who has a completely different experience of the same reality. Oh, well, that's good. I had a great moment this week at work where this uh, uh, uh Client that I'm working, I always feel awkward at my work. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this may or may not have happened at work where a Confluence wiki page needed to be updated. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> I didn't want to update it. It took me 20 minutes to manually update it, and I'm all bent out of shape. And it's like, why don't they just automate this update? We have the data. You just need to automate dragging it into Confluence. Confluence uh-huh. is really good at dragging in its sister product called Jira. Yeah. And I just asked the guy, I said, instead of getting mad about it, I said, do you think we can automate this? Maybe next week. I'll do it this time. I'll update it this time, but maybe next week. Well, he just did it right away, and it was fabulous. Oh, cool. All I had to do was ask. That's good. Instead of getting mad at him. Very cool. I don't think you're that impressed, but yeah, you don't know all the No, I want to think it's cool. Well, I do want to say, I do, okay, I want to say, too, that I think it's really cool that we have, like, some really cool new friends yeah. Like Jennifer and Marcus and Patty and Marcus and, uh, you know, Tammy and Greg. We've known them for quite some time. I thought you weren't supposed to be giving out names. Well, I'm not giving anyone's last names. Okay. And then my friend Serena. Um, what if you leave somebody out and they're listening? And I'm they just, feel, I'm talking about like current, I'm just like saying, newer. Yeah, that there was my mother San Antonio said, people. My mother always said at a wedding. Okay, for don't all start, the pansy people who get their feelings start. hurt. Can I finish? My mother would say, be careful when you start listing people to thank at a wedding or something like that because you're going to miss some and they're going to be all I upset. Actually, I wasn't going to thank anyone. Okay, go ahead. This was not a thank you. I just, okay. 
Okay, so you know how you have friends that you've been friends with for a long time. Yeah. And they're already your friends and they're your people, right? Right, right. Okay, they're your people. But, you know, it takes a while for someone to become your people. Yes. Like you get to know them, you go out and everything, and then over time, they become your people. Right. And it's really cool because it's now, it's like I feel like all these people who we've been doing things with that now like they're our people. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's such a cool thing when that happens. Yeah. That you, like you're friends, but then it kind of transitions into this like closer friendship that you have. Um. Anyway, I was just thinking that's, I just thought that was really cool because I've had a couple instances lately with different people where I felt like this is such a nice friend thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's really yeah, cool because when you move, you have to make new friends yeah, and then yeah. all your other friends while, are in different it? states. That's why moving so disruptive because you move and it takes a while to get roots again, doesn't it? And build yeah. friendships. So we know but like, anyway. Oh, yeah. See, I, I know like I feel having... bad about shutting you down about religion because now I just remembered something during the week that I want to talk about, but it's bringing us right back to what I talk, what I said we should move on from. Well, I'm not going to judge you for that. Oh, I see I won't judge you, there. honey. I see what you did there. If you want to talk, I will lovingly support no, no, next you week. Next week. in talking about it if you want yeah, it to. This it. is a safe place yeah, for yeah. you, babe. For me, yeah. But not for me, but that's it's okay. Not. Okay, well, I apologize now that I thought about what I want to talk about. I mean, you do still talk to me about religion. And I, I talk about religion way less than you do, actually, don't I? I feel I like know. I do. I don't know. I'm reading this book called Burning to Read, English Fundamentalism and Its Reformation Opponents. I can't quite articulate it, but it's, it's very interesting how the I, first yeah. e English translators of the Bible had driven a lot of, uh, a lot of thought through. Um, see, I, I, I can never articulate what a book's about. I just know I like it. It's hard mm -hmm. to spit it out. What were you going to say? I was going to say I had a vision of a painting in my head where it's a church falling down into the bowels of hell. Wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Where did you get that vision? Well, because like the more you hear about things uh. that happen in organized religion and things that happened in the past, you know. Yeah. And the abuses and everything that have happened. Like if anyone deserves to go to hell, it's like the you know the authorities and all these people who are claiming to run these institutions yeah and the things that they hide and keep from people and the sins they cover up yeah you know those are the people if there is a hell that need to be going there well on that note not all their victims <laughs> that i know well so let me tell you okay i'm gonna get into it we're switching back to religion real quick which is we we um I was watching a show called Mine Eyes, Mine, Eye, Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory. I'm so glad English is advanced. Mine Eyes Have Seen the Glory. It's about a guy who was evangelical. He did it in the 90s. And he does this three-hour PBS special about evangelicalism. It was, it was, I, I was watching... Uh, what are you looking at me that for? My, my hand? Mm -hmm. I was rubbing my head. He goes to Willow Creek, and oh my gosh, the, the cheese factor was so high. Willow back. Creek oh, is a massive oh, a big, mega big church in, in Illinois. Yeah. But the guy was talking about the brand, and he was saying, what do you mean a brand? Isn't that kind of a marketing term? He goes, yeah, but you know, it, it's, it's the same package that the Timeless Truths were telling, but we're just, we are package, packaging them up and marketing them to these people in the Western suburbs because they understand marketing. Just something that seems so odd, you know? Well, really? it's like cool evangelism. They thought, you know, because it was cool. Like Park, the church we went to was yeah. modeled after Willow Creek. They made it like they put everything in a cool package. Like, we're going to yeah, make cool music. We're going to have lighting. We're going to have a cool drama. You know, we're going to have, yeah. you know, we're going to go to the beach and play actually. volleyball on Sunday. Yeah, that was true. I mean, it was like, it was cool church, you know. Yeah. It was cool, but it's like, it is a marketing thing where, you know, it's like, let's entertain them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You I know, because most yeah. people don't, wouldn't come otherwise, probably. So the point I was going to make is they were they were talking to this guy who was a he was he he had in a, he had been in the church world his whole life. He was on mission trips, he went to a Christian school, he went to he basically never got out of the Christian bubble. Yeah. And the guy was saying like are you concerned by that that you never get outside the Christian bubble. 
And then the guy was continuing to say that. He goes, he goes, no, I'm not concerned. And they talked about it. He goes, because my job now is a camp counselor. He goes, a lot of these kids come in here and the, their hearts are wicked. I was oh, like, my God. Well, when are I heard that, kidding? that's a term. I was like, that's a strong. Their hearts are wicked? That is a wicked? strong term to use. But that's not the first. I've heard that term. He's pulling that from Isaiah. Probably out of context, uh, the heart is wicked above all things, must not be trucked. Oh trusted. God. That scripture alone has caused so many problems because you can't make a decision. You can't trust your own heart because it's wicked. So you've got to pray to God. Who would ar- I, I would argue is like, well, isn't that synonymous with your heart? And <coughs> and you got to <coughs> hope to get the right answer. But when you're away from it for two, year, two years or so, and then you hear it in a documentary, it's like, whoa and then another thing this they were this woman was talking about that she that she hated evolution and we must teach creationism because if you teach evolution it means we came from slime i thought i thought her word i thought her word choice was interesting and um and because she's purposely using the word slime because when we think of slime, we think of negativity, right? It's negative thing. And you came from shit is what she's saying. But if you think about it, if we came from a small set of cells and eventually came to be who we are and you look at it does, in, she's in that fashion. Leaving out the part that God made us out of dirt and spit yeah, and so, a body part. But it's like, I think that what she's so it afraid sounds like to morbid think, anatomy, she, but she's so afraid to think, that we might have come evolved from a few cells because uh, and and in her mind we came from nothing because in her mind it, it takes away from our specialness but i actually would argue it's the opposite if you think you suddenly landed here or, or, or then it's it it creates a separation from the creation you feel separate from the creation you feel better than the rest of the creation but if you do feel you came from it like everything right. else you just came from 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 a few lumps of cells or something, mm-hmm. then I think it makes you more connected to the creation. And I think her way of thinking might be more dangerous because it creates a disconnection from the creation, which I think ultimately leads to where we're at now, where it's like, I have dominion over the creation and I can pollute the shit out of it if I want. Right. I don't know yeah. if I'm articulating that well, but, I, uh, but anyway, all that to say, being away from that language, it's like being in a foreign country and you go back and it's like, whoa, when the guy said their hearts are wicked, it's like, that's kind of harsh, man. And then she's saying we came from slime. It's like, no, nah, I mean, no, we didn't. And yeah, we did. So what? But it's not slime. It's but like even if biology. It's, slime, but, it's but like she's it's purposely using the word slime to, 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 to negative Right, she's diminishing. It, diminishing. With, and, and I she's think, trying to say that there's something negative. Then, then she would have to look at everything else and say, yeah. well, obviously she believes that God created everything. You know, so I was talking to the kids about that, and I was saying, does it make you, f- whether we would, would uh, on the way to driving the way to school, I said, which whatever way you came from, does it make you feel differently about yourself? And they said, no, it doesn't. And then I was thinking about a paper I wrote in seminary about that it was really important to believe that we didn't evolve and we weren't pointless evolution because the and I pointed to the Columbine killers. Oh one my of th- God! Well, hang on, because one of them said. Uh, survival of the f- f- uh, fittest yeah um, or something like that but again it goes back to oh yeah. so we're saying that if you believe in survival of the fittest it makes you a school shooter well that's the whole thing <laughs> yeah. exactly that's you know what the, what's that's taught the in apologetics right that was taught in apologetics that if you believe in evolution then you must believe that there's no purpose in life and therefore you can just kill everybody yeah because why does anything matter? I mean, it's such a flawed argument. It is, though, but even just data itself doesn't back it up. How many, how many, how would I say, like, is there, I'm trying to think of, like, if people are going to murder, they're going to murder. Some people murder in the name of God. Some people murder just because they want to murder. I just don't think it's, I think it's more complex than that. Because what I was about to say was how many Atheists come along and say, I'm going to kill everyone because life is purposeless. Well, there could be. I don't know. I haven't counted well, them Well, yeah. Wasn't Stalin? I, I just think, yeah, 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 yeah. Stalin yeah, I mean, all those guys. so obviously you have bad people everywhere. Yeah. Like I was listening to a podcast talking about the, uh, 
you know, the banning of abortion here in Texas after six weeks. And there's a, so a lot of Texas women are going to abortion clinics in other states now. And so they were interviewing this woman who drove from Texas to go to Oklahoma City to have her abortion. Yeah. And the security guard who works at that clinic, he's a Christian. I don't know if he's a Christian. I think he might have been or whatever. But anyway, he was definitely conservative Republican. Yeah. And he worked at the clinic and he used to be pro-life. But he said he changed, and the interviewer asked him, said, what changed your mind to be pro-choice? And he said, protesters. Oh, wow. He said, they are the most horrible people. He said, I have to frisk everyone. He goes, he has a drone that he flies outside all the time because he never knows when his life is going to be in danger. From he, these protesters, he has a drone, to, he has a drone that he can monitor the protester oh, crowd with. I see. Because he has to make sure, like they're out there oh protesting, because they don't want someone to kill their unborn child, but yet they're endangering the lives of uh, the women in the clinic and the security guard. His life is in danger. Yeah. From these protesters. Is he said they're awful people. What channel was that on or show? Um, I think that was the daily. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter what you profess to believe in, whether you believe in creation or evolution or you're don't believe in anything or you believe in God. You can just be an asshole and be an evil human being. That's true. I think you're right. I don't think it's always. I don't as, think it has anything to do with whether you read the Bible or you don't read the Bible or anything. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at my phone here to see if I can get an Uber. Okay. Should we uh, shut it down? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was I was listening, though. Well, there you go, folks. Thanks for listening in. And um, yeah. Okay. Would you listen to the show if you weren't you? I do listen to this show. I listen to every episode. No, but episode. you listen to the show because you're you. If you weren't right, you. Right, I do, but I don't, th- I don't think we're boring. You know? Like, I mean, maybe we are boring. I mean, we don't have, we don't lead that, ex- ex- our lives aren't that exciting. I mean, we're ba- very basic people. Yeah, I don't think it's about that. I, was, I had some friends of mine, uh, who I, Pam, uh-huh. no last name is given. She said she was her and her husband, uh, Tommy, were, were driving somewhere listening to it. And they were laughing because they were hearing in our conversation. They were able to see something we couldn't see. We were in a fight, not a fight, uh-huh. but in an altercation. Yeah. But on the outside, they could see what was going on. That we yeah. both were saying the same thing, but we couldn't hear each other. Oh, that's so funny. Isn't it? That, that, that might be an yeah. interesting reason to listen. Yeah, but we could go back and analyze our own. And, our and, own stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I do. I have heard myself. And I hear myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'll be like, that sounded terrible or I sound mean or I sound judgmental. So, yeah, um, I definitely hear, obviously I don't pick up on everything, but right. I do pick up on a lot of my communication, good and bad. Oh yeah, I should, maybe I should go back. The times I've you listened, know? it has been helpful to understand my communication. All right, we're going to head off and have okay. a great Saturday morning. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Okay, I haven't stopped it yet now. Nick, get on the air.